0: Money Grows on Trees Podcast. My name is Lloyd Ross. This episode is titled, Are Shares Actually Risky? Are Shares Actually Risky? I think this is going to be a fun episode. You know, I was at uh, an event on the weekend and and I actually came into, we were actually on a VIP boat cruise. um, So that was really cool, uh, on a boat for a few hours here on the Gold Coast. And I got chatting with a few uh, women in business, which was cool. And we were talking about... Shares and so forth, and what it struck me about that conversation was that just how few people, well, certainly that group, but it, but just how few people really understand what a share is. Truly really fascinating, and so I think it was cool to run through some of those misconceptions, myths, and paradigms, and and really get to the details of what shares are, and 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 ask the question of whether they are actually risky or not. So. I think we have to first determine what risk is, and I think if you understand the risk as being this, it'll make a lot of sense to you, it'll help you. Risk, as Warren Buffett puts it, is the permanent loss of capital. The permanent loss of capital, that's risk, okay? So if there's a, cha- a high chance you're gonna permanently lose your money, that's a sexy word for money is capital. If you're gonna lose your money completely and you cannot get it back, that's risky, okay? What risk isn't? is Volatility that's not risk see in wall street and and in theory and in academics and finance They call this this movement or volatility volatility of assets called beta And that's what how they determine risk So they think shares are risky because of the liquidity and volatility and movement of the price Um, But volatility is not risk because you can have a very volatile uh, shares in a very volatile stock but it can be a very, very strong business, okay? So like, for example, one of the strongest businesses in the world is Berkshire Hathaway run by Warren Buffett. It's got, it owns multiple businesses. In fact, it owns 70 businesses. It's like a little index fund in itself. So for it to actually become worthless, all 70 of those businesses must go to zero, which the likelihood of that is next to none. So, so is it, but, but it, during the GFC, it dropped, it fell, the price of Berkshire Hathaway stock fell by 50%, top tick to bottom ticket, fell by 50% and then recovered. Does that make it risky? Really? You think owning 70 different businesses is risky? It's so diversified. It's just like, I can't see how you could ever permanently lose your capital with Berkshire Hathaway. It's just, I, I just, it would just blow me away. They own, they own, they own um, BNSF Railroad, they own Energy, they own uh, like a large chunk of Apple and Bank of America and 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 American Express, they're their they're operating businesses are far and wide. I, I just can't see how you'd permanently lose capital investing in that, but they are shares. You you buy a share in a business. So so I think it's important to understand those things, what risk really is, and also what shares really are. So let me just break it down like this. On the boat, we're chatting away, and people say, well, oh, shares are risky. And I was like, wait oh, a second. Are you in business? The answer is yes, I'm in business. Okay, so you, you own and run your own business? Yes, great. Who is the shareholder of that business? Who are the shareholders? They say, Well, me. I'm the shareholder of the business. Okay, great. So there's one share. Yes. You own it entirely. Yes. Okay, great. Does the does the price of that business fluctuate with the earnings and the income that it makes? Sure. But you can't see it on a screen, right? But it's it's even more risky than shares typically because the the personal business run by the solopreneur can Like in the next five years, the likelihood of it failing is 80%. So it's risky. So it's funny that business owners can say shares are risky, but they are actually the single sole shareholder of their business. Because at the end of the day, all shares are is a legal share ownership of a business. When you buy shares, if you buy shares in Commonwealth Bank, you own legally, you legally own equity, you legally own a piece of that business. Yes, you can be a legal owner of a bank, the biggest bank in Australia. Awesome. When you buy shares in Apple, you legally own Apple. You are owning a piece of the business. So to say shares are risky is to say business is risky. And if you want to say that, fine. But you can't say that your business is not risky and then shares are risky. They are the same thing because at the end of the day, all shares are is a share of a business. So rather than say, I'm a stock picker or I pick shares, I'm a share investor. No, no, no. You're a business picker and you invest in businesses. Okay, so for me, frankly, I actually feel like an investment to own a piece of Commonwealth Bank is far less risky than starting and running your own business. Like, it's miles apart. The likelihood of Commonwealth Bank going broke to zero versus the likelihood of your business going broke to zero is chalk and cheese. There is less likelihood of Commonwealth Bank going to zero and more likelihood statistically of your business failing in the next five years, an 80% chance okay so are shares risky not as risky as your personal business but you seem to take that on right and and with vigor and excitement which is awesome and you should but if you understand shares to be just a share ownership of a business then the reality is shares aren't risky. It's the person who's taking the money and this the selection of the business they're investing in that's risky because it's the lack of education that's risky. It's the fact that they're speculating, thinking that they're investing, that they're gambling, thinking that they're, they're investing. It's the behavior that's risky. Okay, So, for example, if I was to take some money and go and put money into a small startup that was just – initial public offering on the stock market. I didn't know anything about the business. I didn't know anything about the leadership. I had no idea about the business model. And I was just buying the, the stocks on a screen just in case they go up. That is terrible behavior. That is dreadful. That is absolute gambling. Unbelievable gambling. Like, And you deserve to lose all your money and you probably will. That is not investing. And, and I don't know what that is, but it's not investing. Whereas on the opposite side, for example, let's say i i made i made some assumptions about well i'd like to own uh, apple as a business then you go and buy shares based on the fact that apple's going to earn income and profits based on its history and its future endeavors and its investment in its own business and its leadership and wonderful products and brand they may continue to print profits okay now if apple is extremely overvalued meaning it's it's just worth way too much. Like right now it's worth about $3 trillion. Maybe it's not worth that much. Maybe Apple's only worth $1 trillion or $2 trillion. See what happens to people when they go and invest in shares is they don't look at the business. They don't look at the business. And all you have to do is go to the company's website, go to the investor area of the company's website, select investor, go to the annual report, print out the annual report and read it or read it from the screen on your computer. Now if you do that, If you read the annual report of the company that you want to own a piece of, own shares in, you have done more due diligence and homework than 90% of people, because few people even read the annual report. But if you go and read the annual report of Apple, you'll you'll know about the business, and then you'll know whether you want to own any or not. Now... I'm not suggesting you go and buy Apple or anything like that, but I'm saying, what businesses do you want to own? Do you want to own Commonwealth Bank? Do you want to own Apple? Do you want to own Facebook and Meta? Do you want to own TikTok? Do you want to own, um, you know, maybe you're in e-commerce, you want to own Alibaba, whatever. But you're allowed to go and actually invest in businesses. Okay, the share market, all the, 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 the stock exchange in the share market does, it does a couple of things. Number one, it allows companies to go to the public To raise money by selling pieces of their business off to the public in shares so they're selling their equity their ownership of the business to the public that the share market allows them to do that and that allows them to raise capital right money from the public to expand their operations and grow the business so it allows that to happen which is awesome right what else it allows people to do is to invest in businesses So to be an owner of a business without having to start their own. So if you go off and become an investor to buy into, buy shares in a business, you better know what the business is all about before you do it, okay? But you can't walk around saying shares are risky when you, especially when you're in a personal business that you're building yourself as this sole shareholder, because the chances of you going broke is much more likely than say a big business like ComBank going broke. So you just can't walk around saying shares are risky, okay? All that tells me, if you understand that, is that you don't understand shares. Whenever you say shares are risky, I know straight up you don't understand investing, you don't understand the share market, you don't understand how businesses work, and it's a real, it's it's obvious. So how do you learn? Well, you read books, you take courses, and you start doing it, okay? But most people should avoid... 99% 99% of indi- individual stocks like you should just avoid it and that's why I've spoken in the past and I've You know and you can see this a lot in the world You don't have to be a rocket scientist to see it That most people Who end up investing in shares end up just selecting an index fund? Which is like a group of stocks like three or four hundred stocks in one because it's fully diversified and They don't have to pick stocks. Okay, so um, I don't think that information is new It's just that's why people do it because then they don't have to worry about taking effort and time to actually understand a business but if you really understood a business and it happened to be a public company you could buy shares in and you were to put your capital into it chances are you can make wonderful amounts of income as the business grows if the business is very well established fully diversified run by good people not a lot of debt has a lot of cash flow lots of cash on the balance sheets buying back of shares good return on equity and all these green success flags that you can easily find out by reading the annual report. If it's like that, then the, the chance of you losing money is not actually that high. It's just that people don't understand what they're doing. And that is the risk. It's the lack of education, the lack of emotional control, the lack of um, a good fortified money mindset. Instead of looking for a jackpot, they're looking for actually long, sustainable business businesses to put their money in and if you understand all those things and you've spent the time at it then you'll probably find that they're actually not risky it's the lack of things that's risky okay now again if it's not you you can't understand you can't control your emotions you don't like reading annual reports you don't like businesses you don't understand business um then for most people yeah like i think getting financial independent financial advice is obviously a very good idea and then also buying real estate it's pretty straightforward real estate really simple and not getting too much debt that makes a bit of sense right I'm not suggesting you go do that or either or, but I'm just saying that just be careful when you say shares are risky because it's just, it just, investing in some businesses is dumb. 1000% agree. You shouldn't be buying most things you see on the stock market, okay? But there are some wonderful businesses that if you had the ability to look into them closely, that you can be a part of their growth. You can actually own a piece of that business. And I think that's fun personally, but up to you. I just wanted to do this episode because I really want you to understand what shares actually are and what they are not, okay? So it's the approach of investing that is most important, not the actual asset itself necessarily that's inherently risky. Okay, so I hope that makes sense. I hope this has been an effective and enjoyable episode for you. Share with a friend if you'd like to. And of course, check out the links in the show notes. Thank you for those who leave a five-star review. Really appreciate you. And thanks to those who share this onto their stories with other people. The podcast is growing, becoming super popular. And uh, I think it's really helping people learn about money and investing entrepreneurship in a fun, enjoyable, and hopefully entertaining and engaging way. So thanks again. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Money Grows On Trees Podcast. You go have a wealthy week